Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, another fine day, Saturday, here in Lodi, and the the sky looks blue. The sun is shining. Looks like a great day for everybody to get out and about on this Saturday. Today I'm in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter five, beginning at verse sixteen through twenty-one. Listen to God's word. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh. We regard we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made Jesus to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God. Beautiful, beautiful passage of scripture filled with such powerful meaning. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. You know, when you look at this passage, it's, it's not difficult to see that there's two very important truths here, two amazingly great truths. The believer's position, he is in Christ, and the believer's character, he's a new creature. And with those great truths, those two great truths that I just spoke of, you're going to realize three stages of the human soul in connection with Christ. The first stage is the human soul is without Christ. And this is the state of what we call nature or natural life. The next stage is in Christ. And this is the state of grace. Every believer, every disciple is in this state of grace. And then the third state is with Christ. And that is in the state of glory. That's the promise that God has given us that we shall share his glory now, when you look at that first stage without Christ, this is where all humanity is born. It's where we're nurtured. And even those many of you throughout your lifetime, you heard the gospel and many of us had Bibles in our homes and many of us would sit at the table and pray or uh, hear our fathers or mothers pray. But until we're born again, the scripture says we are without God that we are without Christ and strangers 
from the commonwealth of Israel. You see, it's as if a person may be without food, though he stands at a banquet table. But unless he reaches out with his hands and receives from that table, he will remain hungry. A person may hear Christ being preached every Sunday and still be without Christ until he reaches out and by faith receives Christ into his heart. You see, to be without Christ is the most miserable condition for any human being. I mean, I know it's problematic to be without money. Without money, life can be pretty miserable. And it can be very miserable and uncomfortable without good health. And it can be very lonely, even shameful, to be without a friend. And it would be despicable to have a bad reputation. But to be without Christ is the worst of conditions. It's the worst of condition, my friend. You know, I just pray, I just ask the Lord that he would help those who are in that state so that they can receive Christ and know the joy of having his grace, which brings us to in Christ. And by the way, in Christ is really that transitional state because in Christ removes us from the first stage even to the third state. See, we can never reach glory without first discovering the grace of God. I mean, to be with Christ, that's the angel's joy, isn't it? They worship in heaven. Amen. It's a center of bliss. And we need to seek after it with all of our heart and our mind to be in Christ. That's where we will be discovering all the inheritance that God the Christ has promised us. Now, I've never heard of any person being in another person except being in Christ. I mean, we may follow after, you know, certain kinds of leaders, whether they be political or religious, but we never it was never said that we were to be included in them. See, when you look at this, phrase in Christ, we interpret being in Christ utilizing the word of God. For example, we were all in the first Adam. Adam was the composition of all humanity. All humanity stood in Adam. And by the way, had Adam kept the command that he was given, we would have all been blessed in Adam. But unfortunately, he disobeyed God. He ate the forbidden fruit and he fell. And when Adam fell, we fell with him. The fall of Adam was our fall. So the original sin falls on us because of the transgression of our covenant head and representative Adam. Adam was the first. But in the same way, if you think about this now, it's not hard to, it's not hard to understand. All believers are in the same sense in Christ who represents that second Adam. And Christ is the only representative man before God. He's the heavenly man, the Lord from heaven. Now, let's look at that again. In Adam, we all fell. 
However, in Christ, we are all restored. This is the, this is the beautiful, beautiful truth here being revealed. The obedience of Christ, the obedience of Christ, the victory that Jesus won, is the obedience and victory for all who believe. The atonement for Christ is the propitiation, the covering for all our sins, all the sins of everyone who receives Christ. Guess what? He's our covering. In Christ we live on earth. In Christ we died. In Christ we rose and and are raised up together and he's made us sit together in heavenly places. That's what faith does. Faith captures, faith apprehends this blessed truth. And therefore, we are in Christ Jesus. And that's what it means. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. In Christ, it has such a weight of meaning, doesn't it? And one might ask yourself, well, how do I come to be in Christ? Well, our union to Christ is wrought in us by faith. When a person gives himself to Christ, I mean to sink or to swim, when he inclines his soul completely on the Lord, when he depends on Christ and on Christ alone, not on his good works, not on his ceremonies, but on Christ Jesus, then such a person is in Christ. Male or female, boy or girl, yes, when you believe, your life is hid in Christ. And he is in Christ when he loves Jesus. When your heart has trusted in the Lord and you're moved with deep and warm affection for our crucified Savior and your soul clings to him, embracing him with fervent love, and Christ becomes your bridegroom and your heart becomes his spouse and you are joined, you are married, you're in union and no divorce can ever separate you. Do you understand this? When love and faith come together, then there is a blessed, sweet communion. There, the two become the double channel through which the Holy Spirit influences our lives daily. That's what makes us grow. That's making the disciple grow up more fully into Christ. And as that mature believer becomes more intimately aware and nearer to the glory, the closer to the promised perfection, the more complete will he think and act and live and move in Christ his master. Folks, listen to Brother Johnny today. Being one with Jesus is everything. Being one with Jesus is what this is all about. Every believer is in Christ, and every true Christian is in Christ. This is the state of who we are who believe. I just want you to sort of grab hold of that today. I'm going to absorb it today. Just submerge yourself in this thought. Let this musing today reveal to you where your life is, where your life is. You've been joined to the Lord. You are one with Christ. Your life is hid in him. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Oh, I tell you, this is an, just such an amazing revelation. When I first saw this many, many years ago, I tell you, my heart just bursted with such joy. And it still does this very day. Every time I preach this message or think about this thought, I'm overwhelmed. I am literally overwhelmed that my life is hidden in Christ. And all his benefits are mine. All his benefits 
Yes, I know I struggle in this life like everyone else. Trouble comes, difficult times come, sorrows comes, pain and hurt. But guess what? I know where I live. I know who I abide in. And let me tell you something. Our life is in Christ. Until next time, God bless you and God keep you. I hear the trumpet sounding. <laughs> Amen. See you next time right here.